0: Hello, welcome to episode three of Duly Noted. Uh, Today, we're talking about our version of COVIDology. (laughs) It's kind of the idea of what are we doing through COVID as a church? I'm Pastor Dave Dooley. Uh, Today with me is our children's pastor, Chris Davis, I'm very glad to join you and excited to talk about this, and, and
1: we would love your feedback as well, so if you hear this, please reach out to us and let us know what you're thinking, because your feedback is very important on what we do in the future.
0: Yes, this has been a different time, as all of you know, and there's a lot of things being published now about church and what church is like, and one of the recent things has been published is a report by George Barna, who does a lot of church research, which basically saying about one-third of practicing Christian people are not watching online or in tune in any form of church, uh, which is kind of concerning, and we were just going to talk today, wonder why that is. What do you think chris I think it 's a great question you
1: know when when this pandemic first started and we started looking at our streaming options and how we could do a better job with our Facebook and where we could put it on our website, you know we saw that large spike in attendance, a lot of more people were watching online and we've gotten great feedback online from people that that are watching. But when these statistics come out and you realize a third of people have yet to even watch one streaming service during the pandemic and aren't coming back in person, that is very scary. And I think it starts with the pandemic and exactly what the church was before and what it was during. You know, In a recent message, I was talking to our congregation and I said, what we learned was even in this pandemic, you might not be able to have church in the building, but we have to have church outside the building. And we've been working really
0: hard on doing that. Right. No, I agree with you. And I think our church has been pretty good, which we appreciate the folks' attendance and online presence. But like anything, you do well at first. And something you that's new to you, you do pretty well. You watch online and over time, maybe you drift off a little bit. Uh, so our job is how do we do better with that? And, and I think you're right. In reading uh, some reports from different people, you know, Tom Rainier is one of the guys that There's a lot of uh, issues on church. He has a book called The Post-Quarantine Church I've been looking through. And he even talks a lot about how we use our building differently, which we tried to do. You know, I'm surprised one of the things that's really worked for us is the blood drive of all things. We've had great attendance in it, and I think that's something we're going to try to do more. So as we go forward here, our prayer is that we let the Lord guide us in how we can better serve the church and each other. So one of the things we notice, and I think we've seen, is that people can get involved still, though it's different. Now, what are ways, do you think, Chris, that they can still get involved, even if it's not coming here like they did?
1: Right, well, you know, early on, and again, this is where feedback is so important, we did a lot of things at the church where we were having them drive through to pick up communion and and then go home and and do communion together. We had drive through where we could uh, pray with people And that was one of the hardest things early on in the pandemic was learning to pray without reaching out and putting my hand on someone to pray with them. Even when people pulled up in their cars, I wanted to find myself to put my hand in the car to pray for them. And that was something we had to work on. But early on, we were doing a lot of that. And if that's something, you know, that people are still interested in getting involved in, um, that feedback is so important for us to do that.
0: Right. That's very good. And we try to do a few things. Again, it's virtually, you know, we try to do some things like we do a 1051 twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, between Chris and I. It's something we do as a five to 10 minute devotion online. Uh, th- that's important. And, and I do appreciate how we've asked people to drop things by. You know, we, we've done some different things in trying to meet needs for different organizations and people have done a good job dropping things by so we can still give them out. We'll try and connect with the schools. So we really encourage each of you, uh, as we do things like that, to do your best. Whether you go to our church, or maybe you listen to this and don't go to our particular church here in Mount Sterling, uh, but encourage you at your home church to really get involved in that way of seeing things you can do to connect. But one of the things we really have stressed a lot here is the value of praying for another. Um, I really think that this time more than ever in the history of the church, prayer becomes so important. And, and I know it's different some, for some people. They don't like to pray in public or different things. But, man, we've encouraged here to, to get your church directory out. If you have one, again, it's your church. If you have one, pray through it at least once a week. And and if you know everybody's praying for you at least weekly in your church, there's an encouragement to that. And plus, God works and answered prayer as well i agree and that's one thing that we know during this pandemic prayer did not
1: stop that you still have that gift that you can pray we had the 30 days of prayer that we did where we prayed for our nation prayed for our our our, our state and we prayed for our local government I thought that was so important here we are headed you know right into this election where again you can still pray and you need to be praying for your nation pray for your church leaders Pray for your members of your church. I think the directory of prayer has been something that's been incredible because you're praying for families that don't even know they're getting prayed for. Mm -hmm. And your prayers can change
0: their lives. Sure. And I think that's something that most of us, maybe there's some folks who normally they may not think to pray for the church family. You pray for your family, a few people around you. But I think it really, it keeps you close to people when you can't be with them. I've always heard it said, if you want to quit being mad at somebody, start praying for them <laughs> because when you really pray for somebody, God softens your heart toward that person. But he also if you don't know somebody as well, he starts putting that person on your heart and you start praying for their family and things to be better and you really can connect with him. And I I think this is something the church has learned a lot. Church is more than being in an a building. And, and our church knows that, but you know, we can't always be together now like we did, but we can still pray for one another minister to one another. When you hear of a need, you can still call somebody, tell them you pray for that need. You know, it's even different for us. We can't even go to hospitals right now. I've been to one hospital in the past six months, and that was last week. Uh, some hospitals are allowing one person now to come in and pray, but we can still connect with them in that way. So what are some other things, Chris, you think we can do? Uh, I know early on you had a great idea with the children uh, when, when during Easter. Uh, something like that. If you want to talk about that a little bit, and maybe some other things we can do in that realm.
1: Yeah. Well, we did with Easter. You know, usually we have an Easter Palooza here on site where our church usually donates like six thousand eggs, and we cover up multiple spots on our campus and have large mass Easter egg hunts. And we couldn't do that this year. So what we did as a staff is we took Easter eggs and we took it to our kids' yards put them in there and let their kids have their own mini Easter palooza. And we're still doing things like that, and we still want to do more things like that. We have Trunk or Treat coming up that we want to do, and the church can get involved with that. We need candy. We're going to need you to donate candy or donate money for us to purchase candy. That is a great way for you to get involved. Um, you're not going to put a smile on a kid's face any faster than by giving them some candy. So we're going to do that. during Especially the- chocolate. <laughs> we're going to do that for Trunk or Treat. And of course, right now, we have adopted Mount Sterling Elementary as our school for the year, and we're doing a backpack program for them where that they've um, identified 23 families in their school that need help with food on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is, is we're sending um, backpack food home for food for Saturday and Sunday for the kids. It's costing us about $50 a week to feed these kids. And that's something, again, that our church can either bring food in, non-perishable items that we can put in bags, or they can donate money to sponsor one of the mm-hmm. weeks. We'll be doing that for the rest of the school year. And again, that's just a way that we are reaching out to some Kids that that the schools identified as possibly not even have, having enough
0: food for the weekend. Right, and really, if you think about it, I know you were talking the other day. It's just a dollar a day per kid. Right. I mean, just maybe a tad over a dollar a day if, if you feed that many kids Saturday and Sunday. Uh, again, it's just a simple way to reach out. Our church also was able to purchase masks. Um, All the schools needed masks, and they really encouraged different organizations to step up. And since we've kind of adopted Mount Sterling Elementary, we we made sure every child in the school had a mask that our church was able to purchase for them, which we appreciate and glad we were able to do that. So it's good to have connections with that. And so on a personal level, my prayer is, and our prayer is, that each one of us would just start praying, God, how can I connect with people in a different way? And what we would like for you to do, we would like you to share these ideas with us the best you can. Uh, A lot of you who go to our church, you can find us on on Facebook, Uh, our emails, you can call us. Uh, If you're not sure how, you can go to our website, uh, firstchurchms.org. You can go on there and find us and and just drop us a note, let us know. Uh, But these are just ways we want to connect with each other. And, And I, as a church, we want to do better. So we'd love to hear your ideas. Uh, Maybe there's some things we mentioned today that you didn't even know about. Maybe there's some ideas you've been thinking, hey, I wish the church could do this, or this would be helpful if we tried this, and just let us know. Now, upcoming what we have to really connect with the community, uh, Chris had mentioned the uh, trunk or treat type thing. We're still working out some details of how that's going to go, but it's going to be more of a drive-through where families drive through and we hand it back to them uh, maybe some of our people will be dressed up in the parking lot, still create some fun, but also being COVID friendly, I guess. Um, our big event after that is going to be uh, in December, where we are going to do a, like a live drive through nativity. It's going to be a, a great time where people drive through again. You don't have to get out of your car, you just watch and it's basically the story of Christ's birth. It really goes to the resurrection with nine or ten different scenes. So those are great things. And we encourage you to get involved in that. And one thing you can do is encourage your friends and family to come to those type of things.
1: Yeah, so make sure you're praying for that drive through nativity. We've been working on that for some time now. I mean, we've had people working on that since the beginning of, of the summer, making sure that we get that ready. So your prayer can help us with that. Um, also, you know, um, make sure you share the information that we put out. Check out our social media. We'll be putting out flyers for the Live Nativity flyers for Trunk or Treat. And, and what you can do is when you take something off of our Facebook and you share it on your Facebook, you're ministering to all of your friends on your Facebook that we can't minister to. We can't reach them on our Facebook unless you take it and share it. That's the same with Dave's messages on Sunday. If you'll take those videos and you will share those on your Facebook timeline, you are ministering to every friend that you have
0: on your Facebook. And it's just a way for us to reach people that we would never get to reach any other way. Right. And it's a simple way, something we all can do. And I encourage you to do that just a to stay in touch. And through this, we are continuing to have service. Uh, we started uh, the 1st of June. Uh, we had an outside service even this past weekend, which is very nice to get a few people who normally couldn't come. So We're going to go over that briefly, how we do it. We have two services on Sunday morning here on campus. One's at 9 a.m. And and folks have asked me, you know, if I'm a little leery coming back, which service should I come to? And we encourage a 9 a.m. service simply because it's a little less attended. Uh, You can spread out a little more. The way we have our sanctuary set up, if you haven't been back, every third row is opened up. And so you're welcome to sit there. Uh, That's about six feet apart. And also, ushers are very good at making sure you sit uh, with space in between. And, and if something happens a little more crowded than normal, they can still use some other rows to do that. Uh, the back doors in the actual sanctuary itself are open, so you can walk right in without even being in the fellowship hall. Uh, but with all that in mind, we still want it to be inviting. We still want it to be a, a fun place to be. Uh, And so as you come in, still come in with a great spirit anticipating those things. So the 9 o'clock service and then the 1040 service, uh, we also have uh, children. Chris, you may want to address that a little bit.
1: Yes, we we love what we're doing with our 1040 service. Uh, We're taking our elementary students out after worship. So they're getting corporate worship with you as a family, and we think that's a wonderful opportunity for them to worship with their moms, their dads, their grandmas, their grandpas. But after worship, we're lining them up. We are gonna we take them to the gym. We have them socially distanced in the gym. We let brothers and sisters sit together, but everyone else is at least six feet apart. They know the rule that if they move, they wear a mask. And what we're really getting to do during this time is really work with the kids on rote memory of the gospel. We're learning Bible verses. We're learning stories of the Bible. We're challenging our kids to learn the books of the Bible. Every one of our elementary students have been sent home a page that has every book in the Bible and the groupings of the book of the Bible that we want them to learn, want them to to talk to their parents about. This is just a great time for us to still get together, have fun, laugh, enjoy one another, but also take the time to learn, to expand our minds. And so we're doing that with our elementary kids at 1040 on Sunday. And coming up, in October 7th, on a Wednesday night, we're opening up. Wednesday nights for all of our kids. That's including our nursery and our preschool classes. That will be opened up on Wednesday nights at 6.30. We're going to go and bring everyone back again on that time. Our elementary students will, again, go to the gym. Our preschool students will go upstairs to our kids' clubhouse room. And our nursery kids will stay in a nursery. And that, this will be the first time that we've done the full kids' ministry during the pandemic. Because we've talked about it, and it's been so hard for us to stay on Sunday morning hey will you come and babysit the nursery to people who would be volunteering to do that and then them not get to sit in church that's been so hard for us to do and that's coming up to where we're going to need volunteers that want to do that as we get more and more back and almost into full-time schedule again if you want to volunteer in kids ministry please reach out to me let me get you on a schedule for sunday mornings or wednesday nights because again if you're
0: ready to come back and you're ready to really do some ministry we need your help so Consider that. Right. So that's also Sunday morning and Wednesday. Also Sunday morning, the 1040 service. We do stream it as well on Facebook Live. So if for some reason you're not able to get to church and you still want to be involved, we really encourage you to be involved. This is still your church home. And and I encourage you, even if you can't watch it on Sunday morning, that you would watch it later in the week. Again, like Chris said, to be able to share that with other people, it's a great way to do that. Uh, Also, we're trying to get the adults together a little more. Normally, we have a really good small group program here. Those are hard to do right now with some of the social distancing issues in, in place. So, what we're going to do, actually, this coming Sunday, uh, October fourth at six p.m., we're going to have show a movie, uh, Overcomer, and we're going to watch it together. Uh, and then starting that Wednesday, which would be the 7th, we're going to start a Bible study in our sanctuary again. Everybody's distance out real good, about six feet apart or more. And, and we'll have a Bible study together based on that movie. So, uh, and we'll still have some discussion. It'll be a little different, but it still, it gives us some sense. We can get together, do a study together, uh, talk in a more casual environment. It'll be more of a feedback as opposed to Sunday morning where it's preaching and worshiping. So we encourage you to come to that. It's just a simple way, a good way to do that. And we're thinking about more opportunities. Maybe we can connect uh, in the future. But we encourage you to put some of those things on your calendar. So a few more minutes here, Chris, any any last things you want to say to encourage or or maybe something on your mind you want to share with our church? Or again... Folks listening today may not be from our church, but something you want to say to them. Yeah, well, you know,
1: I was looking through the the Barna statistics that have just come out that you and I both have read through, and there's some feedback that that I would love to have from people that are from our church or from different churches, but some of those statistics are just incredible to read. You you read that 40% of people that watch a live stream are actually singing along with the worship, and I'd love to know. Because that, that's hard for me to sing along with the worship, but for at least 40% of people do sing along. It also tells us 60% of the people are praying along with the service. And then one of the statistics that really stuck out to me was it says 15% of the people that are watching a live stream are multitasking during it. Maybe they're washing the dishes or they're doing something else during that time. And again, with those statistics... I just want to know how we can do church better, how we can do our live stream better, how how we can get you, if you are going to watch it at home, how we can get you to gather around together as a family and, and have church together. Because we have the statistics. People are singing. People are praying. So, you know, the obviously at home you can take notes on the service and and do those type of things and we want to make our live stream as good as we possibly can while still encouraging encouraging you to come back to church we want to be able to meet you on all of those platforms so if you have any suggestions on how we can do that stuff better, we want to know. We're going through a a pandemic in ministry for the first time, just like you guys are as well. So we're learning with you. We're praying and we want God to show us the doors to open, but you may have the key to the door we need to go through. So please reach out to us and let us know your thoughts.
0: Yes, and that's very true. We appreciate that. Thank you, Chris, for sharing that. And we do encourage you right now just to uh, pray for one another, like we said, uh, encourage one another, Uh, Pray for wisdom. Let God put people on your heart. And I think when you pray through the church directory, the beauty of that is when you do that, God often may place one or two people each time you pray, a little more so than the others on your heart. Send them a note. Give them a call. uh, Check on them because we still are a church family and we want to stress that. And this doesn't change that because we may not see each other as much. We can still be a part.
1: You know what I love about the church directory, and this is just for
0: me, is where I am
1: not married yet, Megan and I are in there twice. So you're hitting me when you go to my name and you're also praying for me when you get to Megan's name. I appreciate that. I love the double prayer.
0: You, you get a lot of prayer, man. And you need it, right? Probably? I, need <laughs> I pray for Megan, too. Uh, but, you know, in our church directory, you actually, if you're not in our church directory, you can go on our website and there's a page that will lead you to how to do that. And it's when you can download it on your phone so you can pray for one another all the time. So anyway, we just know we're praying for you. Uh, we love you as a, as a church. And again, those listening, not a part of this church, we encourage you to get involved in yours. Uh, you're always welcome to watch ours online. Uh, or again, if you're around, please come in person so we can see you and spend time with you. And know we love you. God bless, and we can't wait to see you again in the future. We love you. Thanks for letting me join today.
1: And uh, make sure you share this podcast. Get it out so more people can hear what we're doing at First Church.